Can you hear me? Yep. <laughs> I think I need another earphone because I'm hearing this tapping noise in my ear. Are you hearing that? No. Okay. We're not recording on. Oh, we definitely are. <laughs> Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, boo. How are you? You know, I have a migraine, but I'm okay. How are oh, you? No. I'm doing good. No complaints. No complaints. I'm feeling a lot better uh, than I did about a week ago. Child. Last week, we were both out of it. Look. <laughs> <laughs> we was both out the count. Out for the count. Like, yes. For real, for real. What you I didn't to even this? go to my support group last week. I was sick. I just was like... I don't got it. <laughs> Look, it was one point that I was laying on the couch with full body aches. And like, I just didn't have the energy for life. Like, my son was like tapping me and climbing on me. And I just laid there like a bump on a log, like do whatever you may. Because I can't move. Like, I'm so mad that I went all winter with no cold. And then in April, I get sick. Like, how trash is that? <laughs> That's crazy as hell. No, I seen something yesterday where like, it what it's April, mid April, and Chicago got like a, the most snow yesterday. Like, who yeah. has time for that? I will never live anywhere north of DC. Yeah, like, that's what I'm just... saying. Like, I can't move like way up north. Like, it's too much. Like the snow. Like, we got like little bitch snow down here compared to what the fuck they be getting. And who has time for that? Now that I said the cat, Mm-mm. I don't have no pots, no pots to anyone that. How was your weekend? It was fun, fun, fun. Um, I went to the um the Henny and Wings bar crawl in DC. I saw, and that was super lit. I got nice and drunk with uh, a <laughs> Duncan and everybody and the fellas and the hubby, and that was a good time. And then of course, like we left. Well, not of course, but we left. And um, our um promoter friend. We have a promoter friend. Um, Ozios. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> was throwing another party. So we left the bar crawl and went to that party, and um, we stayed for a little bit. Like it was a nice little vibe, and we was chilling. And they had like a uh, like a it was the R and B joint. joint, right? Yep, yep, yep. And it was yeah. like a rooftop joint, and that was real cool. But then we ended up leaving because I mean, old people, and yeah, <laughs> sleep. <laughs> like, right? I was like, no kids. It sounded like a sleepy time <laughs> to dip out. But yeah, it was cool. The and then weekend thing... before that, oh. <laughs> what what happened? Oh, that was <laughs> the weekend before. So this weekend. <laughs> I got to turn up with you. I was like, what happened that weekend? And I was there. <laughs> You was, you was definitely there. <laughs> what was you about to say? I was going to say the great thing about bar crawls is that they they start at like three. Mm-hmm. So they end around like nine. So you have the choice to be old like me and just go home and go to bed. Right. Like, you or, know what? Let me go ahead and scurry home. Or keep home. turning up like dice. 
I'm not about that life. <laughs> but I don't always, you know, if we go too hard on them ball crawls, you know, I'd be the first one to be like, let's get the same pizza <laughs> and take our ass home. <laughs> and home. And pizza and, and home. And, home right? <laughs> In that order. Because <laughs> look, we definitely did and pizza. Even though I actually didn't get an and pizza because I had got wings. Because mm-hmm. it was like wing and honey. But I got the wings. And so I was actually good. But then um, my husband got a pizza, but the person ahead of him, I guess they had messed up the pizza and then they left because they was drunk and angry. So they gave him a free pizza. So who was turning down free and pizza, even though I was full? It was some gluttonous shit. I've never but, had and pizza. Mm, it's lit. Oh. It's like basically, <laughs> it's crazy. I call everything the subway of blank, but it's like the subway of pizza. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of it. I just never had it. I don't even know if they have one down here. Well, look, the spring is is early. We early in this warm weather. I'm not fucking with y'all this summer. Let me tell y'all. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> listeners, I'm sure you guys don't even believe that shit. Because, <laughs> look. All right. Listeners, you fucking with us. us. I'm not. I got uh, lots of life to live and turn up. Next weekend, we have uh, Coffee's wedding. That's not next weekend. No, I'm saying next week. Next weekend, I'm coming up there. Yeah, that's I'm like that ain't next weekend, girl. Don't scare me. I got things to do. Uh, well, whatever weekend that is, mm-hmm. there's that, and then, that will be turning up. Uh, um. Then there's Coffee's wedding. And you're skipping from next weekend all the way to then? Yes. Yes. What are you talking about? I'm not going to see you. All right. I'm going to just have to make a trip because by then the season will be over. So I'll just bring a turn up to you because I don't have time for you to be faking like you're not ready to turn up. I don't understand. That's only like uh, I'm coming up there the last week of April. Then in May, I have my best friend's wedding to go to. But you didn't say May. You said Duncan. Right. You skipped all the way to June. Right. Because May is booked. May is booked. That's not like one event. Like so, the whole month is booked for one yes. event. Two weekends, I'm gonna be on mom duties, and then one weekend will be best friend's wedding. Duties. So that other weekend is reserved for me. Negatory. <laughs> that weekend is reserved for us. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> well, what did you do this weekend? How about that? I well, this weekend and the. I uh, basically spent a whole lot of money on my ungrateful ass motherfucking 11 year old and I have changed my mind I don't want any more kids no so there's that no I don't want any more no thank you you oh I'm see now you're gonna have to give me her number because she done made you change your whole damn mind I was just excited I was a week ago I was I was so like oh my goodness we're gonna have a baby but see but they're not going to be the same. Look at my two children. No, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. I'm good aloneness. I just oh I can't do goodness. it. I don't want any more children. My daughter is uh, spending some time with her father during her spring break. And <laughs> amen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah. Like, love, 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 love her to life and back. But Jesus Christ. I was going to punch her in her fucking chest like oh. at least once every day. Every day? Like, yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Because we are planning 
two trips. We uh, are trying to get out of debt. Mm -hmm. So our money is tight because of these things. But I I took off um, two days, you know, earlier this week so that we could do things for her spring break. We did things over the weekend. Mm -hmm. But I just asked for very simple things. Very simple things. Make up your bed, clean your room, clean your bathroom. You have to get good grades in school. And, like, don't be sneaking and doing stuff you don't have no business doing, like, downloading social media and stuff like that. And it's just... All the stuff you say don't do. (laughs) She in this bitch. (laughs) I mean, I, I don't know. And she makes me feel crazy, like, well, it's not that big of a deal. Well, it is a big it is a big deal if like every day I'm telling you something like Mara, if you're gonna cook eggs, you cannot just put the pan with the egg crap all in it in the dishwasher. You have to wash that out. Well, I well I tried. That should be good enough. But bitch is not <laughs> because that's not how that works. Right. Well, what is the dishwasher for? So you don't have to wash all the motherfucking dish. I'm getting mad just talking about it. <laughs> it's that age, bro. Like everything got a smart response back to it, and I'm not looking forward to that age. We go yeah. to Bush Gardens. We get we get lunch. You know how it is at amusement parks. Everything is expensive. So a it's simple, like triple, <laughs> right? So a Powerade is like five dollars. Mm. So we're sitting there. We eat our lunch. And she throws everything away, including the Powerade, even though she only took like two sips from it. And I was like, Amara, why would you throw away? Mm -hmm. I mean, because what was I going to do? It doesn't fit in my bag. Like, I was like, so. What about your hand? God gave you two of those, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, mama. It was like $5. First of all. Wouldn't run me my money. I would have been like, wouldn't run me my money. (laughs) You don't have no money to be telling me that it's just $5. And we just had this conversation about, hey, you know, we're not rich. We're actually on a budget. (laughs) And you still get everything that you want plus some. And you don't even do the things that we ask you to do. So maybe you should be a a little less mouthy and a little bit more grateful and mindful. All right. You just throwing away five dollar Powerades. Right. What the fuck is going on here? And she don't <laughs> get it. She's just like, you're just getting mad over a juice, and it's not that serious. I told her today, she can get the fuck out of my house. Oh no, babe. I have to. I have to be respected. I just can't do it. Yeah. So. Oh my goodness. Ooh, well, I will be keeping Mara in prayer. Yeah, I will keep your um patience uplifted in prayer as well. Mm. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus, I'm gonna just keep my little six about to be seven year old issues over here because mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to them double digit problems. <laughs> the problem is, she got her some boobs, and now she thinks, and she's my goddamn height. <laughs> So now she thinks we friends and I'm not her motherfucking friend. And I will fuck her up. I need the listeners to understand. I, and she, you know what it is too? She be making me feel like a punk ass bitch. Oh, why you like, say that? Because she be talking to me like, like 
like I won't punch her in her mm-hmm. chest. That's because you haven't done it. So with kids, it's like, yeah, they don't believe it till they see it. And, which I'm not advocating you punching her in your chest. So please don't take that as a nah, like, I'm just saying, it's like, they just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mom be right. Oh, mother. She's getting that. <laughs> It's happening because I feel like she's looking at me like, "Bitch, you're not gonna do nothing. You're just gonna run your mouth. Let me just let this bitch talk. Oh, she's complaining again. Whatever. <laughs> I'm still not gonna make up my bed. And I feel like if I just cave her shit in one good time, Dog, the look on her face is gonna be crazy. My daughter does that when she thinks that she's too old to get her butt whooped. And then I just snap and end up doing it. And the look of horror on her face, like, <laughs> oh, this bitch still got it. Yes. This ain't reserved for the two-year-old, honey. <laughs> it's actually worse for you because you older. <laughs> so <laughs> you're going to get this work. I'm not having no more kids. There's oh, that. Oh, my goodness. Well, but hey, yeah. listeners. Right. <laughs> 15 minutes later. Oh, right. <laughs> How y'all Sorry, doing? y'all. <laughs> but that was our weekend. <laughs> 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 uh we are on episode Trey Trey 33. Yes. And this week we're gonna be talking about scrubs. It's like no. We're gonna be talking oh. about <laughs> no I'm joking. <laughs> we, I was like, are we? <laughs> I'm joking. I didn't we, need no notes for that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Off the top of the dome. <laughs> we are gonna be talking about leaving the nest. When is it time to get the fuck out of your parents' house? Pretty much. Um we know 18 is the legal age, so we don't want, like, oh, yeah, 18. But um, we just want to know, when when are you ready? When is the time to be ready to get the fuck about your parents' house? Um, Black I, people think it's 18. Black people think it's the day you graduate high school. High- on, on mothers. Ain't <laughs> you just say on mothers? On mothers. <laughs> they really be like, you got to get the fuck up out of here. And take all your shit with you. So I don't know where the fuck you're going, but you're getting up out of here. Not shit. They don't always even let you take your shit. They'd be like, nah, we'll oh, yeah. keep this furniture for the guest room. Your your shit be a guest room quick. Right. Like, nah, we need that bed. So you can go ahead. <laughs> you can go to rent a center and get <laughs> Fuck up your credit at get 18 a in a day. <laughs> 20, $20 a week for five years. <laughs> Be like, God damn, this is made lumpy as shit, and I'm still paying for this motherfucker. Ain't 20, no 000 for a twin, for a fool. <laughs> right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Credit be on E. You wondering why it's because of that twin bed. <laughs> Jesus. But, but I know, I feel like culture and the day and time or time, the times have changed. So I know back when we were younger, our parents was like, look, pretty much like you said, after graduation, you're going to have to do something to get the fuck up out of this house. Either you're going to be working, you're going to go in the military, you're going to go to school, you're going to do something, but you're not going to be sitting around this motherfucker chilling. But kids was trying to, you know, some, because I was ready to get the fuck out of my parents' house, so it was like a mutual feeling. But um, <laughs> most of them be trying to stay. But these days, honey, it seems like parents are more coddling to their children and is it coddling or is it just fucking expensive to live on your fucking own it really is it honestly and truly is um but i feel like sometimes and like i said it depends on the gender because i feel like uh all non-black nationalities do not mind your children staying until whenever you gather yourself and get your fucking self together which i personally feel like is 
the smart thing. I For feel sure. like sometimes we as a culture are so quick to kick our kids out on the curb that mm. they haven't even, I mean, like realistically think about it. It's hard to think about them, but like as an adult and reflecting back, the maturity level and thinking about what the fuck I wanted to do and what I wanted to be doing at my senior year high school and then having to implement it by the time graduation comes, it's just like, what the fuck? Some parents might be nice to give you the sum, like, all right, you got to the fault to figure the fuck out. But it's like, at that maturity level and that little bit of time, because in high school, I mean, unless you like are really, really structured and just have that sort of, you know, surrounding and that good school and that kind of family or whatever that's like really like trying to plan out your future you don't know what the fuck you want to do you're like okay yeah all right well I want to major in business but like what do you want to do like you know what I'm saying like what is your plan not only what do you want to do what are the steps that you have in your mind that you're going to implement this and at that age we're not doing that because I feel like I to a certain extent was like kind of I had my head on straight and I had a plan but a lot of people of my peers didn't. It was just like graduation and all right, we're about to figure this shit out. It was some people that didn't even start thinking about college until their senior year. And I was just like, what the entire fuck? Y'all are, <laughs> y'all niggas are behind the ball. Cause look, <laughs> you supposed to be pretty much starting to get your damn acceptance letters your senior year. Like, what do you mean? Right. But I think we as a culture tend to want to push kids out too soon. And you also gotta know your kids. Because there's some kids that are mature enough that, all right, you need to get the fuck out and experience the real world. And, you know, I think this will be a great time for you to go ahead and explore and see what you want to do. But then there's other immature motherfuckers that you're just like, "Mm, I don't know, you need to stay in this motherfucking nest a little bit longer (laughs) because you about to be out this motherfucker fucking up your credit and we don't know what the fuck you're going to get into. So... So how old is too for your children? How old is too old for them to still be in your house? So I do not have a hard age, but somewhere in the 20s, early 20s. But I feel like it also depends on what you're doing. So if you are just sitting on my fucking couch at 19 and 20 and you're you're not doing anything, you need to get the fuck out. And that's daughter or son because I know sometimes it differs from if it's a son or a daughter but to me if you're not productively trying to figure out what it is that you're trying to do in this world whether it's to go to school or find a job or working towards a certain career whatever it is that you want your future to be if you're just bullshitting and being like a lot of the people that I see on my Instagram just like you have a job but all your money is going to your wardrobe and traveling but you're just like you don't have any bills because you're living with your parents that was shade but um <laughs> yeah you got to get the fuck out of my house like it's not happening so I would say early 20s but if I feel like you know like kind of like me so right after high school I went away to college but after college I came back because I mean where the fuck else I'm gonna go like I how long did you stay uh, until I got married so <laughs> because I was working but my situation like you know I had my scholarship and then I had to pay back the government so like basically my whole check was going to paying back my debt so I didn't have the money to move out and my parents wanted the extra little coins to help go towards their bills as well so it was like a mutual like no you good like you an adult come on <laughs> contribute to a little something something so 
I was there, let me see, how many years was that? Because we left D.C. two years after I came back from college, and then we moved to Maryland. And then I was just working. And then I met my husband, and then that's when we moved out. But, or not we, but I moved out. But I... I feel like it has to be a plan. It has to be a reason. You can't just be up in my house, like, being a freeloader, even though, you know, you're my kid and my blood. Like, you, I, yeah, kind of like how certain people in my family are. But, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, let's say, let's say one of your children, uh, they go to college and they get a job, but it's still not enough to live, because, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about the D.C. area specifically, like, I know how much it costs when I left in 2014. And from my understanding, that shit has just gone up and up and up yeah, and up. Yeah, it's ignorant. So, like, I know first job, when I was, like, 18, I was in school, but I was also working. And my first job, I made $17 an hour, and I thought I was popping because I'm like, look at me. Mm -hmm. But, bitch, what is $17 an hour about to get you in D.C.? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Chicken wings and mambo sauce. And then, like, two years later, I had a baby. So, (laughs) I mean, really, (laughs) there was nothing that That money was even touching. That's $17 an hour. $40,000 $40,000 a year. Yeah. Like now that I'm thinking about it. And I was really blessed because I didn't know too many people that was 18 making $17 an hour. Right. Um, But like, so what if, you know, your children, they're out of college, they graduated, but they just still don't have a job that supports them enough to be able to pay for wherever they live, their car, their insurance, their phone. Plus, I mean, you got that was the... me. I, I would, I would definitely let my kids stay for however long it took them to get on their fee. I would also help them. My parents helped me, like when it came to you know, because they knew my situation, so they knew it wasn't uh, me just being a freeloader and I was just bullshit. Because one, that wasn't even my style. They knew I wanted to get the fuck about. It's no way to go from freedom back to living with your parents and that shit don't feel good. So they knew it wasn't a situation where I'm just like, you know, trying to take advantage and like just be squatting and sitting there or whatever. So like they helped me out um, like as much as they could. Like it's not like they was charging me like, all right, bitch, you paying one third of this motherfucking rent. Like it wasn't like that. Like, you know, I gave them stuff towards bills and even though it kind of evened out because like when I was going through my real financial hardships, um, they like took over like my cell phone bill and I got on their plan. It was cheaper. That was back when T-Mobile had the little family plans, honey. And you could pay $2 and have 40 niggas on the same line. honey. <laughs> <laughs> it was everything. But, so is um, that what you mean when you said they, they helped you? Yeah. Like they helped me financially because one, I wasn't having to shovel out thousands of dollars to have my own spot. So I was able to pay off certain debts to put me in a better situation in the future. And then like any small debts that I had, like I said, a cell phone. Um, and no, I paid my own car note. Um, I was on their insurance. So they actually helped, they helped me with my, fo- my cell phone and my car insurance because I was on both of theirs. So they helped me with that. And financially, it just helped me because it freed up because I was making decent money. 
but like you said, it wasn't decent enough money enough to go out here and get my own apartment and then still be able to pay them bills and you know. So I would do definitely Girl, do the same for my relate. kids. I just cannot relate. Like I feel like I'm gonna end up uh coddling my kids because I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Like my parents are just totally different. They okay. So when I was in school, I didn't I was still living with my dad like in his house. Uh-huh. And he didn't mind you still living in his house as long as you either had a job or were going to school and I was doing both. Right. So but when I got pregnant, he had told everybody like our whole lives, if you get pregnant or you get somebody pregnant, you got to get the fuck out. Oh, yes. so I even told him I was pregnant I went and I got my own place so at that point I was 19 mm-hmm. I got my own place that's when I told him I was pregnant he was like he already knew whatever whatever uh this shit was hard like you know it's shit it's still hard <laughs> you know right. however many years later but so I had my own place um Mara's father, he ended up moving in with me. And, but we just kept breaking up and getting back together. It was a hot ass mess. <laughs> Dear God for deliverance. <laughs> Anywho, so we ended up, um, I had asked my mom if I could come and stay with her. Cause I was like, you know, first of all, me and him so up and down, I can't even like depend on him. Cause mm-hmm. no shade if he listens, but he know what it is. Every argument that motherfucker would move out so I was just like I don't have confidence right I can't do this on my own (laughs) right so the plan was to uh, save up some money you know so I could move somewhere first of all move somewhere better because where I was living it wasn't the greatest Mm -hmm. so I I went back to my mom's house and I hadn't lived with my mom since I was like 13 14 Jesus (laughs) Um, (laughs) so me and my daughter we went back to my mother's house and I had dropped out of college at this point. I saved up enough money. It took me like six months. I moved back out. Mm-hmm. Girl, I ended up right back at my mama's house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a hot mess. So, but the whole time when I was at my mom's house, the second time around, she just made me feel like, like, she didn't want me to be there. It was like a lot of passive aggressiveness that was mm. happening. And I was just like, well, like she just couldn't understand. She's like, well, I don't, you know, you, at that point, I probably did make, at that point, let me see, I made like 45 a year at that point. Mm-hmm. I made 45 a year. I was living out near my mom's house though, but I was still driving all the way to Maryland in the morning to drop Mara off at her daycare Mm. because the daycare there was cheaper than anything I would have gotten in my mom's house. Then I would drive from Maryland to Alexandria. To work. Right. Then it was. That gas alone, I'm about to take up all your little check. Not even just that. So I was in debt. And so I will say, my stupid ass, I got. I got a payday loan. The payday loan cycle is horrendous because I got like a payday loan. Mm-hmm. Then as soon as I would get paid, they would need the money back because that's what a payday loan is. Right. So then I would have to take out another payday loan. Oh my so, gosh. It's like a trap. Yes. They, and so, they put um, all them joints in like black areas. <laughs> like Oh, for sure. <laughs> they so know they like, 
and then you know with the loan they had the interest so it wasn't mm-hmm. like you it, just paying what you borrow you paying right. back more so my mother could not understand she's like you know I just I don't understand why you don't have it together you know I think the second time around I, I was there for like seven months but um I explained the whole situation to her and everything like it's the only way that I'm gonna be able to get out of this hole is to get a second job but if I get a second job that means I have to have somebody to watch my daughter right and if I'm paying somebody to do it then that that's means gonna all take the all the money from that second damn job right but she was like well I'm not watching her because I have a life Ooh. I was like well then here I am <laughs> okay <laughs> and so eventually it just became so much that luckily my friend Saeed, rest in peace. Let me come and stay with him. It was a horrible living situation. Horrible. <laughs> it was roaches and mice. Mm. But I would rather us have lived in roaches and mice than with my mama because Damn. it was just that's crazy. Be- because it was like I I don't I couldn't. It's like that was hanging over your head the whole time. You always felt like she really don't want me in this motherfucker. Yeah, because yeah. my parents were very much just like, well, I moved out and I and I was able to do it. And I'm like, okay, in the 80s when y'all moved out. <laughs> I mean, it no, but is it's what it is. In the 80s, the pay wasn't too much different than what it is now, but the fucking cost of living is. Right. So why are you continuously comparing what y'all did back then to me? Right. And so, like, me and my father got into it because he was like, well, you could have joined the military. No, because mm. I have my daughter. And when you have a kid, you have to get some kind of, if you have a kid and you're a woman, let right. me add that. You have to have some type of agreement as far With as guardian. Child. Exactly. And because her father were not at a good place then, I would never (laughs) have (laughs) no kind of agreement with him at that point. Right. Because I don't feel like it would have went back to the way that, you know. Right. It was just a hot ass mess. So I feel like for most of my 20s, I just struggled. And not that it's my parents' fault because I am grown and I had to, I have, you have to do whatever when you're grown. But they could have been a little bit more supportive. uh, You know, I'm just saying, I would have loved just, you know, something other than like, bitch, you grown. Why the fuck don't you have this together? Why don't you have that together? Like, uh, it definitely was a blessing, I guess, for me, because my parents were just like, all right, bitch, come on. Like, (laughs) come on. I just, I don't even know what that's like. Like, (laughs) this is going to be shady as shit. No, you're good. But, my daughter's father lived with his fucking parents forever. And I used to, oh my goodness, when we were not in a good place, I used to always be like, bitch, you still live with your parents. Shut the fuck up. Right. But like, I was struggling like shit. And so when he finally moved out, he bought a house. Like, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he has a house with land. Like, he, got, <laughs> he has land. So right. it's just like, uh, I have another friend, same thing. He lived with his mom for a good little minute, and now he has a house. So I see the benefit. Of... A lot of other cultures do that, though. A lot of other exactly. cultures, even if, like, a kid right out of high school is like, well, I don't know if I want to go to college or if I'm going to do this. They give them their little year, their little right. year. And it's like, all right, 
you figure it out. You'll be here. Like, whatever. Maybe you can get a little job and stuff like that. Whatever, whatever. And I feel like we're the only ones that's just so quick to be like, all right, get the fuck out of my house. Like, figure it out. When, okay, yeah, we might have had it easier or maybe, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be with you even though I had the support. I know how helpful the support is. So, I don't, but I also want to make sure that I'm on, like, a nice little how can I explain it? I don't want to do too much. So I don't want to be so scared that my kids are going to fall in their face and fail that I'm doing too much and being too overprotective where I'm babying them and right. coddling them and being like, no, you don't have to leave. No, stay as long as you want. Like that type of shit. But at the same time, I don't want to be like, all right, niggas, y'all going to have to get the fuck out. And because I'm kicking them out, they're fucking up their credit. They're like, you know, just scrambling, trying to get whatever job or do whatever that they can get instead of like nurturing whatever career path that they're trying to go in I just want to make sure that their lives are better than mine and I feel like if every parent that was there like you know aim like we would be better off to be like all right look I know I'm not trying to like spoon feed everything to them but I would just want to make sure that they got a better shot than than me I want to make sure that my kids don't come out of college with debt so they not don't you know what I'm saying like don't going through what the fuck I'm going through so I, it's just certain things that I'm like all right I just want to make sure like you guys are in a good position before like I kick you out into the real world like I feel like black people want their like me and my me and my friend we talk about this all the time actually like it's like they want us to inherit the struggle it's like that just gonna make you a better person. Yeah, and it's like it definitely. I mean, you have no choice but to like sink or float. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely you're going to learn the lessons. But does it put you in the best position in the long run? Because when just debt, that alone can um, fuck you up for life. Me, for me, forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? My whole life, it I'm was... gonna always owe somebody. <laughs> Unless I hit the lotto. So, my nigga, I know. It's just... I, I, I don't know what it is about, about our culture, but I don't see any other... I know mad people in different, that are different, like, races, ethnicities, or whatever. And, like, you know, in certain cultures for women, for example, like you can't leave the home until you're married. Right. So yep. I know people that my age who still live with their parents and nobody looks down. You know, that's the other thing, too. Like I said, with my daughter's father, I whenever we would get in an argument, I used to be like, bitch, you still live with your mom. Like, shut right. the fuck up. Right. Like our culture, like we even look down on people. I mean, I feel like I do... But it depends. Like, if you're living with your parents because you legit like, yo, I'm trying to stack this money because I'm trying to do this. So, you know, I got a kid and I'm trying to get this house. So, trust me, because I know because I had to do this shit to stack up money to get a fucking house. So, I get that. But if you're just living with your parents and you're in your 30s and all of the money that you have coming in is to fucking travel the world and to buy fucking Chanel and, like, get all the fucking, like... I what do you, I don't know what what are you doing like I just I I I get it I'm I'm hating wholeheartedly and honestly <laughs> and truly but like I'm not going to respect it because your quote unquote like status ain't legit because you not what are you paying 
You're not paying yeah. rent. You might be paying a couple of utilities and a car note, but like you're not out here like the rest of us minions like working and like really grinding. So like, okay, yeah. I mean, if I didn't fucking have a mortgage and all these utilities and subtract two kids, nigga, I'd be balling too. Like I'd be in this bitch. Like bitch, where we going this month? What you trying to do? Like on everything. <laughs> what the fuck? People that don't have kids. Look. I don't know what y'all doing with y'all lives. Because <laughs> if I didn't have two? Oh look. my God. Like what? <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> this daycare alone for this two year old. Do you know what I can do with this money? If you wasn't going to daycare? Look. I was gonna say, and my daughter is older, so I don't even have to spend as much money as somebody that has younger children does. But even still, like before and after kids, summer camps, like if they involved in activities, boo boo, all star cheerleader, hoo hoo hoo. Like just all this <laughs> stuff. You're just like that on top of your regular life bills. Like, come on. And then, Lord, look. I'm hating. Call me hating, but yes, I wish <laughs> I was in a situation where I could just have someone that I can leech off of and not pay any bills and travel the world. I want to travel the world. So with my daughter, what I plan on doing, um, my father's wife actually told me that her mother did this with her when she was growing up. Mm -hmm. But like once she got in high school, her mom and her, they would just go shopping for like really weird stuff like (laughs) lamps. Like they would just buy lamps and then her mom would just like put it to the side or buy like a towel set and put it to the side, a pot and pan set and put it to the side. And, um, Shorty never, Shorty's my father's, uh, wife, uh, she never, like, she didn't really understand it, I guess, Mm -hmm. but basically the mom, her mom was buying all this stuff for her to have when she left the nest. Because, you know what I mean? She wasn't living like the people on Love and Hip Hop with no furniture and shit. Right, on the floor, you know how you Instagram models do. For sure. Um, (laughs) Be so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to do stuff like that. Like when uh, my daughter gets in high school, I want us to just start buying like little stuff here and there because I don't trying to do it in one lump sum. (laughs) Yeah. You don't even, I remember when I moved into my first apartment, I took for granted all the little, those little things like Mm -hmm. that you just have in your home growing up. Like, a freaking ironing board like that Look. kind of stuff i wasn't even thinking a about toaster. Until I needed. i'm like god right. damn i want some toast god damn it <laughs> to put this shit in the oven and watch it right <laughs> so little stuff like that um definitely going to have a conversation about credit Love. and speak on it honey you know because i think i said it on this show before but like by the time my father sat down and t- talked to me about credit my credit was already fucked up look I, was, <laughs> look I think I said the same thing by the time I knew what the fuck credit was my shit was on E I was like god damn it <laughs> well I worry about this shit when I get out of college and when I got out of college right. they was like bitch we need a name I was like oh I ain't got a job yet oh, hold on life is hitting me too fast motherfucker right. hey mama can I sleep on the couch can I have my old room back I, 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 another thing that we actually um started we started with my oldest with my daughter but we um need to start with caleb is that um i got college fund or not necessarily just for college but like putting aside money so that if she does decide to go to college look bitch you don't have to take out no fucking loans you don't have to feel like 
your only option is to go into the military to pay for college if that's not what you want to do but you feel like you're backed up against the wall like you don't have to take out student loans so you're not looking like your fucking parents paying student loans for their whole natural fucking life right you don't have to come out of college already in a negative so that's something that um actually her um her grandmother has started and I was like you're so lit but like just stuff like that that certain things that my parents didn't do for me or didn't explain fully I just want to make sure that I do like I I posted this meme like last week or a couple days ago I think and it was just like instead of buying everything um for your kids that you never had how about teaching them things that you were never taught like that's the type of shit that I'm trying to pass down to my kids and be like all right look let me hip y'all the game on how life gonna be like and I was feeling you with the whole struggle thing how like I feel like how you feel like black people always got to be like, you got to struggle so that you can feel like you'll be like, it's kind of like hazing for life. Like you got to, you got to fucking go through this fucking hazing (laughs) in order to understand life. Like I was watching, um, uh, the T.I. and Tiny joint, the new, uh, the new season started and King, um, wants to do music and stuff. And so like, he's like, in the booth and he's like always in the studio and blah blah and his parents are like you know you need to focus on school you need to focus on school worry about school and these grades like I get it you want to do music keep grinding and it was like one thing where like he literally was crying it was like look I'm doing everything that I'm trying to do and I'm working hard and T.I. was just like good keep struggling keep doing it and keep fighting for it and he was like but I'm fighting now he's like but if fucking keep fighting for it pretty much and I was just like damn like that guy I, I get it it's like you want you don't want them to feel spoiled they're like oh because my parents are ti and tiny like I, it's just a free key to the the um, music business so you want them to understand the importance of hard work but at the same time what's the point of you speaking about ti and tiny of going through all the struggles that you went to only force your kids to go through the same struggle you know what i'm saying like why not let them be able to benefit from some of the connections and hard work that you did to afford them a better life. Granted, they are having a better life because both of them, you know, didn't grow up with money like that, like that. So yes, they're living, they're getting better education, obviously better houses and clothes and stuff like that. I get that. But like, even like the connections, like my nigga, you're TI and you're fucking tiny. Like if your children want to go into music business, I'm not saying hand them a fucking deal in their lap, but like, I don't know why I forced them to struggle that much when you could help them avoid it, if that makes sense. I get the point you're making, but I get where T.I. is coming from because I did see that episode. Mm -hmm. I feel like as far as that situation, he already has an advantage because people know who he is. But I feel like people will be harder on him. Like, you you better be lit. They will be. They will be, but he still has an advantage against someone that doesn't have those connections. You know what I'm saying? So he at least has that much. And that does mean because he has that advantage, he has to be 10 times better than uh, I got the horses in the back. (laughs) (laughs) King couldn't come up with that song. is T.I. even helping him? Like, because, I mean, the nigga has a studio. Because you get free studio time at that. Like, somebody pay hundreds of dollars for studio right. time and this man has a studio in the house so that's true not just that but i know last season king was he was like getting d's at school so i right. can understand ti being like you know at the end of the day you still your priority is still school and because right. i you know what i'm saying so if 
if he was getting good grades and then they still weren't helping him with then that's one, then thing. That's one thing but he's not doing what the fuck he has to do and because I'm experiencing experiencing this with my own child I get that and part. then he's like only like 13 or 14 and like no shade but kids change their mind like a motherfucker like literally when I was in I want to say 6th or 7th grade I don't know why because I'm funny looking but I wanted to be a model and I'm short so I wanted to be a model you're my not parents, funny looking what the fuck <laughs> For fucking show I am in this. I don't have ugly when friends, I... but okay. I didn't say ugly, bitch. I said funny looking. I don't I'm have definitely funny not ugly. <laughs> but okay, carry on. <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, I want to be a model. Like I can do this shit. They fucking spent the money for me to join this modeling school. Like literally, like headshots. I was going to all these fucking classes for like runway walking and all this other shit. Yeah, little tidbit about dice that niggas probably don't know but like did all this shit um had fashion show i had a couple family um family members that came out to see my fashion show when you graduate and stuff and like after a while i was like i don't want to do this shit no more (laughs) (laughs) straight like that like i don't want to do this no more and luckily i feel like my dad is such a so my dad is a jack of all trades like this motherfucker has done everything like anything in the world you can think of like he's done it he went to the military he went to college a little bit he um sold cars he was a truck driver he did home improvement like my dad literally did some of everything so i feel like he was more of the well fuck it get your feet wet figure out what the fuck you want to do then do this x y and z so he was a little bit more supportive but my mom was like hella annoyed like but we just pay all this fucking money and went through the past year. I'm your and mom. And then she's just like, I don't want to do this shit no more. Like, what the fuck? I'm so, your mom. <laughs> yeah, like, but you need to make your mind and stick up with that shit. But at that age, it's like, in our mind, we feel like we want to do something. And then, like, after you kind of go through it, it's just like, yeah, I think I'm done with this shit. Like, I'm not really fucking with it no more. So I, I can see on that aspect coming from a parent's point of view like where T.I. is talking to King like all right, like I'm not about to fucking put all this money and my connections on the line just for you to a year later be like I don't want to do this shit and you fucking up my name and my reputation you know what I'm saying so I kind of get it from that standpoint yeah and my because my daughter has definitely we have spent money on activities only for her to get into it and not want to and you know (laughs) That's why this year it's been all school fucking events, the free shit. Cause yeah, all them extra pay shit. You like nope. Yeah, I said next year I would um put her because my daughter thinks she's going to be the next Rihanna or well she will be. I see it. She got star potential written all over, and she's a Leo. So. Oh my god, <laughs> that's that. Okay. So anywho, <laughs> there's this thing down here called Haraz Players. And it's basically like an acting uh, theater company or something like that. So Mm -hmm. I told her I was going to pay for that. And there's also this thing called the Governor's School of Arts, where basically Mm -hmm. it's like two schools. Like you got to go to regular school half of the day and then you go to the Governor's School of Arts for the second half. And we went to like this little meet and greet for the school and... Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, you get your core classes out the way at the regular high school. Then you catch a bus to the school of arts where you do whatever it is your program is in. So they have stuff for like acting, singing, you know, if you want to do something with the instrument, so on and so forth. But that's lit. I think she would really like that. I think she would too. But 
she has to get her fucking shit together because for one that's no fucking game like trying to juggle those two schools because they're that that governor school of art sounds really demanding um, like you're gonna have to do your practice like whether you're doing acting or dancing or saying you're gonna have to do a lot of practices but you still can't with the other school let your homework exactly. and your academics slack so it's it's gonna take some maturity and some focus but and then if she really want to do it right and then there's a the commitment because it's like you won't really be able to do a lot of after school activities with that um mm-hmm. so it's just a huge commitment and so as far as my daughter is concerned it's just like I'm here to foster creative outlet she wants to do, but when it comes to my money and my coins, it's like, let's make sure. Because what? How easy? I mean, I guess you don't know, but like, I wonder how flexible it is to go from one thing to the next. Because like, maybe one, you know, maybe she starts out like, all right, I want to do acting in theater, mm-hmm. and then like that's it. But then like a year or maybe a half a a half a year into it, she's just like, I'm not fucking with this shit. Like, I wonder how easy would it be to be like, all right, well, let's transition from acting to, like, singing or, like, whatever whatever arts. Like, not to say those are the only two arts, but, like, something else. Because I know you would be hella pissed to, like, I'm sure, you know, it's like a application and a, it's a whole and that process. type of shit. Yeah. Right. So to go through all of that, she gets accepted and then to get in and be like, I'm not really fucking with this shit or I don't want to do it no more. That's when she's going to get her chest caved in. I right. know that's going to be the day. <laughs> so it's just... I think just make sure that that's what she wants to do and have the conversation. Like, look, if we go down this road to get you in this fucking program, this is what you want to do. Like, you're not going to be able to do X, Y, and Z on top of this. Like, you're literally going to have to focus on this is, like, your career path and future and education. Like, that's it. Well, that's why, I mean, she's in band right now. And then mm -hmm. with the Harass players or whatever it's called, she'll have the time to hone in on the acting thing so that's something that she really wants to do you mm-hmm. know she'll know and it'll prepare her for the whole audition process because you can't just get in right. school you got it like I said it's a whole thing right um you know so if she I do think you can know what you want to do young when you're young but right like you said be mature and all the other good stuff so I just gotta see and you know before we get to uh before we get to high school and all that, you know, all that good stuff. I do right. think that it's crazy, though, that we expect for children to basically make up their mind about what they want to do for the rest of their lives. The rest of their fucking lives. Like, literally, At like 16. Bye. I was going <laughs> to say, it, it, it can't even be 17 or 18 because by that point, you're about to go off to do that shit. Right. So you need to start figuring that shit around sophomore junior year like what the fuck do I want to do let me look and see what colleges or schools or training to help foster what the fuck I want to do once I get out of college like out of high school like fuck like people you like to think about that as an adult is fucking mind-blowing because the maturity level of a 13 to a 17 year old is like get your fucking life like you expect them to make one of the biggest decisions of their lives during puberty and high school years like get the uh, get the fuck out of here like niggas is thinking about turning up hooking school and having fun like granted like luckily I actually cared about school but I had friends that gave not one single fuck about if they got a fucking C or D on their report card I was stressing the fuck out overseas like what the fuck am I gonna tell my parents like they gonna think that I'm in this motherfucking bullshit (laughs) like I 
A's and B's is only allowed in this fucking house. So, like, how am I about to explain this fucking C? And, Lord, I almost died when this damn one semester. This fucking teacher gave me a D. Yeah. Look, I say, look, you gonna have to talk to my parents because it was on some bullshit, but that's a whole nother tangent. But, like, it wasn't my fault. No, but... that's not a tangent. Let me tell No. I got a D once in high school, and you would have thought mm-hmm. that I got pregnant in high school. My father flipped the <laughs> fuck out. The whole time, my raggedy-ass brother, GPA, was never higher than, like, a 2.0. And I was looking at my dad like, my nigga, y'all praise him when he comes home with a 2.0. A bitch get a D one time, and... And then, like, the world and fell apart. No, it was not my fault. Like, literally... So, as growing, no, no, this is going to be a story since we're going into this tangent. <laughs> Listeners, y'all just hold on and listen to this damn story. So, look, I was, I want to say, I was, I was like a methodical, which could come off sneaky, but I knew the rules. So, oh, I man. knew how far I can take it, but could still be a good student. So, I would hook school. I was a student athlete, but I still was on the fucking honor society and all other shit. So I know how many absences, nigga, I could have before niggas was calling my parents' house. I knew what I what my syllabus for this class looked and what grades I needed to get to stay within a certain grade. So I knew how much I could fuck up and like I, I, I would gauge that at a young age and to this day it still works for me great. But look, <laughs> I was in this class, DC history, fucking classes that they make you take and I don't remember shit from that fucking <laughs> class. Anyway, DC history class is mandatory. You have to take it in order to graduate at my school. I don't know if it's changed in DC, but that's what the fuck it was going on then. And I look at the syllabus. The syllabus, like, it breaks down. Like, okay, your grade is composed of this percentage of tests, this percentage of homework, this percentage of papers. That's it. Oh, and I think attendance was another percentage, but that makes up what your whole grade will be for that year. So, granted, I'm telling you that, okay, I'm a good student, but, like, I'm an asshole. Like, I talk a lot. Like, I play. Like, I do that because, one, I'm young and childish, but, like, whatever. Like, that's just my personality. So, we talk at event class, and the teacher's fucking annoyed because, like, we're, like, talking over him or we're playing or whatever. The motherfucker says, this semester, y'all getting all D's. We laugh him out because literally we're all seniors in this class. Like, you got me fucked up. Like, we need this shit to graduate. <laughs> now you want to fucking give us these because we laughing like you can suck my yeah. So we still not taking the motherfuckers seriously. Progress reports come out and what we got straight D's. I like to die because by my senior year, like literally I already know I'm going to the military. I need to fucking have this GPA. Like this about to be my major. Like my shit is already lined up. So I'm like a D. This is not fitting my fucking plan. Pause. So I tell my it's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I tell my dad he's not with the shits even. So he just like, nah. Basically, long story made a little bit less long. My dad fucking read him and was like, this is the fucking syllabus. Nowhere is behavior a percentage of the fucking grade. You can't sit up here and give a class full of seniors a D because you don't like the fucking way that they're behaving. If you want them to fucking straighten up, put in your syllabus that 40% of the fucking grade is behavior and maybe they'll shut the fuck up. But if you're saying that all the fuck that matters is the, the test scores, show me in all her work and her attendance that it equals out to a D. And the nigga definitely had to change my fucking grade. But although I get where your father is coming from let me just say that Leo's are master manipulators I mean my dad is a Leo as well (laughs) I said what I said we got that motherfucking (laughs) grade change though (laughs) bitch 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> I say all that to say. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listeners are like, what the fuck are y'all talking right? about? No <laughs> we don't dare to leaving the nest. <laughs> okay. Well, my baby don't have to leave. Well, no. She got to leave the nest because that mouth. The way you was talking, I was about to say, the way you was just talking about 40 minutes ago, you was like, no more children. She's going to have to get the fuck out. <laughs> They're like, my baby can stay as long as she wants. <laughs> Virgos don't know what the fuck they want. <laughs> Make me sick. Look, our children can stay until they fucking get their shit together. Yeah. And there's no hard age for that. So I can't say. 22 versus 18 versus 25 but what you're not going to do is use me if you sitting up on my couch especially a son bullshitting <laughs> scratching your nuts eating up all my fucking food you getting the fuck out like we we you and my husband boxing i'm gonna slap box you afterwards and you gotta go but yeah you just gotta know your children's maturity level and make sure that they have a plan and actually help your fucking children stop giving your fucking kids the goddamn boot just like just like real birds that's why they say leaving the nest too early because just like fucking birds if you let birds or you kick a bird out of a nest too fucking early their goddamn wings don't work and they'll fucking fall fail and die so look let your fucking children blossom figure out what the fuck they're going to do help them come up with a fucking plan that's realistic to get them to their damn goals a system where you're not like doing every fucking thing but help them before you kick them the fuck out that's coming from dice that's my opinion um shay is only going to add that i do have a hard age uh you cannot stay in my house beyond 30 like yikes but what if she leaves and come back leaves and she's 30 like what happened? Did she like she went to like no? She went off to college, came back, and maybe like a situation where like she got a job out of college, but it's just not making enough for her to get her own spot. I mean, like eight years later, because college you usually get so out. So is like that a yes or no? Is that a yes or a no? Because what if she went to grad school? What if she went to grad school and medical school? If what if she went to all of them schools? If, she, if that's now? the case, then yes. But if her Yay! went and got <laughs> uh, a bachelor's degree, <laughs> then honey. Uh, yeah we're gonna I'm glad you wasn't my damn mom because look no I mean I, I would have been like at the day going strip club shaking <laughs> shaking this fluff like but I also plan on having a plan like I'm not gonna right. kick you out the nest but we're gonna look at we're gonna have a sit down and talk about your finances we're gonna talk about a savings type of plan like, like we're gonna have goals you know what I'm saying like yeah, that makes sense. I think I think my problem was like my plan got blown out the water. So the plan that I had from high school when that shit got blown up, I was like, I don't right. know what the fuck I'm doing now. So L and that means you should also have a plan B. Because in life, you might have a plan to do something and go down this career path and life will hit you hard and something might happen. So you need to have a backup plan. I diced and I have a backup plan and that's why I'm sitting in the situation I'm in now. But that's why my children won't be sitting in that situation because I'm not going to let them have to go through the struggle that you other black folks make your children go through that they don't have to go through to make them learn lessons that you can teach them without actually going through all the fucking heartache. Right. That you like, How about what that? the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So, yeah. Take that. All right, chat. Okay. Did you, um, I was going to say, um, shows, I don't know. I oh, have I'm watched. I have watched, uh, I skimmed through Love and Hip Hop, so I caught the main plots because that show mm-hmm. is 
cringy. It stresses you out. I know. I know. Um, I watched. Oh, the- for y'all that watch Game of Thrones, that joint came back this week. Hey. And like I told y'all on previous episodes, I made it through my binge in time with even 24 hours to spare Ooh. watching all seven seasons. No, I actually no, but listen, I actually thought that I was going to make it, like I was going to have to watch some episodes like that Saturday, but I didn't know that episode seven only had seven episodes, yeah. but I had three more episodes. So when I was on DV, I was like, I only got one more? <laughs> oh, this is about to be a breeze nigga, I'm done I was pressing shit to put y'all in the group chat I was like, I'm ready Hey, so do you like the show? Like honestly, yeah, bitch, I wouldn't have made it through all seven oh, seasons. That is true. I I, I would have definitely let y'all know, like, all right, like two seasons in, like I get it, but like, nah, that shit lit. Like, I'm mad that I was that stubborn for that long. I can admit, like, literally, my friends have been trying to get me to watch Game of Thrones for fucking ever, and I was just not feeling the thought of like the the old times Thou. and dragons <laughs> and oh the house of star like I was not fucking what the fuck are you talking about but the more you start watching it and it's just so much shit that goes on that's so lit like the action the comedy the drama like all of this shit it's like it's a bomb show and I'm mad that I got put onto it not put onto it because I got put on early but I'm mad that I was so stubborn that I didn't look into Okay, Two like this about to be the, the fi- <laughs> and this about to be the final season. Right. Like, God damn it! I only got ten episodes to enjoy this shit. No, yeah. it's only like seven episodes this season. Are they only gonna do seven again? Like six yeah. or seven, yeah. Well, I got a month and a half to enjoy the rest of right. the whole Game of Thrones <laughs> fandom. But I'm trying to get somebody at work to watch it. He feels the same way. And honestly, I didn't start watching it until the last season or the season before, or something like that. So I'm the same way because I've tried to watch the first episode and I was so bored. I didn't know what so, to do with myself. Like, it's funny because the post that I posted on Instagram like a friend had hit me up and he was like, is that show really that good? Because like everybody kept posting about like this shit coming back. So I actually tried to watch it and fell asleep 30 minutes into the first episode. Same. And I was <laughs> like look, I felt the same fucking way and my friends gave me an ultimatum to make it through the first four episodes and if I didn't make it through the first four then fuck it just is no hope I said look give yourself the I said the first episode is a lot because it's, it's explaining a lot right. it's gonna make, make sense for the next eight seasons pretty much I was like but four episodes and I promise you you want to keep watching he was like alright I guess I'll try this shit again so I Trust me, I can admit that I was like stubborn and I was not here for the shit because of the normal shows that even like not even talking about reality shows, take that off the fucking table, but even scripted shows and movies that I like, it just didn't fit into something that I would normally be interested in. So I was just like, yo, this sounds stupid as shit. But though, the writers, the actors, all of them niggas is lit because you got me like, all right, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> What's about what the fuck is about to happen here? And it's not an episode. I don't think after binging seven fucking seasons where it was an episode, you know how certain, like how you, how y'all all used to watch Walking Dead and it was certain episodes and you're like, uh, mm. this was like a, a, wet, a, a slow episode, but then it'll be another one that was like, oh shit, this show was right. fun. Like, I don't think besides like the first one or two episodes where it was laying a lot of the backstory, there was not an episode that at the end I wasn't like, god damn. Like, it was always something that I'd be like, god damn, that's crazy. 
like it they have really good writers and actors like for real for real i have rewatched the whole series earlier this year oh y'all niggas did yeah we did y'all got too much talent because <laughs> look if i had been watching it all throughout the years like it's no way i would have benched all seven of them scenes I'm like niggas look they're gonna I do a recap <laughs> they're gonna do a recap at the beginning of season eight it's <laughs> gonna put me on <laughs> but so they were they put this article out that was like oh these are the 21 episodes to watch like if you haven't watched this series but you want to watch this season that kind of lay it out like lay out the major uh plots or whatever i guess of the story uh-huh and so i didn't watch all 21 because who i just didn't have time because i think the article came out like the week before the, oh yeah that's not enough and i was just like no i have a life but i watched some of them and i was watching it and i was just like God damn, this show is good as fuck. Like, it was surprising <laughs> me to watch those episodes again. I was just sitting there looking at the TV at one point, and Mara was just like, Mom, it's just not that good. I was like, but it really is, though. Like, the crazy thing is, so, like, um, I... I don't know, like, so when I was watching it, when I was binging, I'm sure you noticed, like, I wasn't really talking about it much in the group chat. One, because I was scared, because for people who have been watching it over years, you don't know exactly what happened on what episodes. So I was scared to talk to y'all, and y'all might be like, oh, yeah, because that's what's up. Yeah, I would have did it. And it it didn't happen yet. So, like, I literally wasn't talking to y'all about shit that happened. And, like, I don't know if in the back of y'all mind, I was like, is this bitch not really fucking with this show? But I used to be like, God damn, I wish I could talk to somebody (laughs) about this shit. But it was also stuff that like maybe y'all watching it like a second or third time like y'all would catch shit because i know um coffee also said like watching it again he caught shit that he didn't catch like watching the first time and so it was a lot of stuff that me being a first time watcher like i didn't understand or like i was like what the fuck did that mean but honey the blessing about binging is that that fucking had the after show joints where it would break this shit down and explain it i said nigga if it wasn't for that I would have had to been calling you on one on ones and be like, all right, look. <laughs> so the nigga Cersei said, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Who the fuck was that bitch talking about? But luckily they had that joint and it explained like m- most of the questions that they probably thought that a-, a watcher would have or like it explained it. So I it just it made does. it a lot easier. It helped a lot. But the show is lit. So Who are you rooting for? Um, okay, so it's so funny I feel because you like would like Cersei, honestly. Oh, and you're dead ass wrong. I hate that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I have hated that bitch from the beginning of the show. So it's funny because um my husband, he also binged it way before me though, because this nigga has time on his hands. So he finished Shame. his binge way before me and he used to just be looking like like he would want to talk to me about it. He like, all right, I'm not gonna say nothing because like I don't think he wanted to ruin it either. But I would watch shit or he'd walk in the room while I'm watching shit. And that motherfucking um, Khaleesi is my bitch. Look, he was like, yo, I always like, yo, the motherfucking mother dragon son. He was like, you, you fuck with her heavy. I was like, yo, I fuck with her from the beginning and John. Like, but I'm, oh, if y'all, I'm sorry, y'all. If y'all don't watch spoiler. Game of Thrones, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> Let me put that in parentheses in this episode. If you have, if you're, if you're planning on doing the binge, then just like fast forward a little bit. But, uh, the fact that she ended up being his fucking aunt blows my fucking mind <laughs> like but then um my husband was like he read some like conspiracy joints of course you know they got the conspiracy joints where they're like um they're going to try to make it where they don't think 
like they're actually related and then um Tyrion is gonna end up being a Targaryen too, blah blah. Well, anyway, I can't wait to see whatever the fuck gonna happen. It's gonna have to be lit because if this is the season finale, they're gonna have to wrap up all these loose ends. And I'm fucking here for it, but I'm definitely rooting for Jon Snow because he is fucking lit. He came back from the dead. He and this bitch. I fucking like um Arya because she's a fucking wow. gangster. Now that's, that's my, my bitch. bitches. I love Arya. Dog, I she's just... a fucking gangster. She don't give no fucking fuck. None. And then the fucking mother of dragons, because she's just like, fuck y'all niggas. Like, you gonna give me more and I want you don't? Okay, fucking the curious. Fucking burn this shit up. Fuck y'all. So I like I'm fucking with them three. I mm-hmm. like her, but I noticed on Twitter uh-huh. the uh the people are turning on her. Like a lot of people used to fuck with her, but on this last but this episode, last two episodes, not I'm not fucking I'm not fucking with how she trying to make John check his sister. Like, I mean, well, she don't respect me. Like, bitch, that's his sister. And, like, she's the lady of fucking Winterfell. Like, I get you to trying to be the queen and shit. But your face going to look like fucking pie when you find out that John is the right Right. Man, bitch. She going to try to kill that nigga. I think so, too. I really do. And I Because she want that shit too bad. Yeah, she do. <laughs> I think, I mean, this is my prediction. Mm-hmm. I think all them niggas is gonna die, and Sansa, uh, Sansa ass is gonna end up being the queen of all that shit because people been underestimating her, and I don't like the that whole bitch. time. But people, look, in the beginning, I didn't bang with her. I didn't like, either. She was such a fucking dumbass. But yeah, she, she got kind of like last low season. key. Look, she got her fucking whole life and was look. look my favorite fucking ep- not my favorite episode, but one of my favorite episodes is when her and fucking Arya turn on the fucking little finger. Oh, I was so oh. fucking happy when they did that shit. Yeah. I hated his ass. And that motherfucker sli- already slid that nigga throat. I was like, yes, bitch. When she did that, I was just like, this is why this is my motherfucking bitch. Oh, <laughs> no fucking feeling. She's just like, look, bitch. Like, I'm the fucking mini face god junior. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> I'm in this bitch. I mean, but, yeah. I think, or I think that John will end up on the throne, but I think he'll have to kill uh, he gonna kill. Uh, he gonna have Daenerys. to kill Daenerys in order to do mm-hmm. it, which is it's gonna hurt. It's gonna be heartbreaking because he had his other bitch that died. Yeah, but so like my thing is at this point, I'm trying not to like anybody too too much because whenever I everybody, like everybody, look, <laughs> dog, dog, like, but no, what's fucking crazy is I remember like a couple years ago when you first started walking, watching Game of Thrones and I remember, it's crazy because I wasn't even interested, I wasn't even watching it but I remember a post that you made on Facebook, you was like don't fucking like nobody <laughs> in this show, all these niggas is dead and it's crazy <laughs> because in my mind I was like, why the fuck would you even watch a show like that but the crazy thing that is I, will rem- I remember that all the way to now when I started binging so in my mind I was like all right, like what's what's the niggas tell that me have them, like tell me have them niggas that you like then that <laughs> every fucking one bruh like when the motherfucking uh giant nigga was dying like hold the door hold the door i almost cried i almost cried. i did too I was, I was watching it with uh somebody i'll be shading on like, later on in this episode but mm-hmm. I, when i was watching it with her i was like now nah, my nigga hold on what is happening <laughs> dog all of that shit like people that you bang with you just be like oh 
R.I.P. I guess. Like, goddamn. That uh, that, I can't remember his name, but he was uh fighting that look that big ass nigga. He thought he won and got yes. caught slipping. That nigga fucking gouged his eyes out. Yes. and exploded. I remember I put that on Facebook because I at that point I was like, this is bullshit, y'all. Why the fuck do y'all have me watching this shit? No, <laughs> I was like, I was oh, that so nigga got his through. ass. Like, nope. I was got so fucking mad. Like. Every fucking body I like, cause he was just a cocky motherfucker, and I kind of fucked with it. Right. But at this that girl point, was I was salty like, shit after that poison to every fucking body. <laughs> so y'all gonna get this poison? At that point, I was like, this show is some bullshit. Uh, Dog, <laughs> you know what pissed me off? That what? motherfucking uh, the little blood wedding, the red when wedding, they killed, the red wedding when they fucking <sighs> kill uh, yeah. dog. Rob and his pregnant wife his, and the mom and the mom. Though I was mad as shit, but Ari was lit as shit when she did that motherfucking reenactment. Yeah, his ass got when I saw that episode, I was like, but she just killed him. What is going on? Then and it dawned on me. I said, oh, this sneaky bitch. I <laughs> thought that they was doing a flashback or some shit. So I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, I'm just going to wait to the after show to explain this shit. And then I was like, and then I was listening to the stuff she was saying. I was like, who the? Oh, this that... oh yes. Did that bitch steal some faces? <laughs> That bitch got faces in the bag. <laughs> I was all right, so listeners, confused. look. <laughs> we sorry. They're like, are right, y'all done? Y'all done? I don't watch it. I don't watch it. <laughs> okay, we're done, y'all. I could go on, but we're, look, you know. we'll talk offline. <laughs> this is our first time being able to talk about it for <laughs> <Because> sure. <laughs> so we got a lot of catching up to do. Um, let's see. Did you? Oh, did you watch the uncensored? I guess it's kind of, kind of rolling into tea. Did you watch the uncensored um, with Natari Norton? I did not because I don't have that channel because I don't have cable cable. So I um I have it on automatic record on my DVR. Like I had the season recorded because I think in the beginning it was like a couple people that I wanted to see. So I just like put it on automatic record. But uh, you know my DVR is like three sitting on there and I'll be like I get to it when the fuck I get to it. <laughs> Especially since I've been bitching on. Look, let me tell you something. To catch up for this goddamn podcast. I was like, shit, I got a couple days because I've been fucking watching Game of Thrones my whole life. And I got to watch these goddamn shows. So I was just like, all right. But what made me watch it is because I seen on Instagram, honey, little lisp. Promises, little, promises. Little lispy from 3LW. Yeah, was spicy. mad spicy as fuck about a fucking story. And so I was just like, oh, this must be real good because she on the motherfucking shade room doing her own videos and shit and like responding and the Tory like laughing under her post. I'm just like, <laughs> this must be lit. So I watched the episode. Like I didn't watch the whole episode. I watched like the first 35 minutes of it because it covers it like midway in the show. And the story really ain't that serious. Like, I mean, it's that serious, but, like, for her, the girl, Lil Lispy, I really don't know her name, so I'm just going to call her Lispy. And y'all know who we talking about. Mm-hmm. She just, yeah, yeah broke Prompt promises. promises. <laughs> That's who it is. So, she made a video and was like, why you still got my name in your mouth? Like, I'm over here trying to be a mom, and here you are. Aren't you, like, this really good actress? Like, why don't you focus on your career? Why are you talking about me? First of all, it's uncensored, so they ask you to talk about your past. And a lot of her past was 3LW, so did you think they weren't going to ask her about 3LW and how y'all broke up? Right. And the story was actually about the point where she knew it was over with 3LW, and she was just talking about a story about how um, she was confronting them in, a, in one of their trucks where they was I don't know if they were on tour where the fuck they was at what they were doing but they she was just like you know 
yes of course they're gonna ask me about it because y'all know y'all trying to kick me out the group and Lil Lispy took the KFC family meal it's like it wasn't a family meal but maybe an individual <laughs> meal because she said it was chicken inside so that's the individual <laughs> meal she said she took the plate and threw it in the Tory's face and she got off the fucking van like what the fuck she was like you know basically they cuss each other out she got off the van and the motherfuckers drove off and they was in like another state so she had called her parents and her parents was like get on the catch first flight come home like fuck that you don't need to be treated like that long story short she was like when she got home she was just like all right well like I'm expecting them to call me and apologize. Like, you know, we just had a fight, like, and it was a really bad fight, but, like, I'm expecting, like, for them to hit me up and, like, you know, we're going to work it out. But long story short is she ended up getting a letter being, like, your services are not fucking needed. You're no longer, you're no fucking longer in 3LW. And also, because you're still contractually brown to us, you can't do no fucking uh, music career. So be blessed and have a nice day. Oh, and I she didn't said, know that part. Yeah, so that's why she was gone from music, period, for a long time. She said she ended up going to college. She was like, she ended up um, going to college for political science and um, and minor in psychology because she wanted to get into um, entertainment law so that she could end up being a lawyer to, like, represent people, like, when they, like, sign a contract so they won't get fucked over, pretty much. But along her college career, a couple of years into her college career, she started auditioning, like a boyfriend she had convinced her to audition for some Broadway place, and she got noticed, and that's when she did a couple of TV shows, commercials, and then the Tories, and, you know, that's when her right. acting took off. But yeah, that's why she wasn't singing no more, because contractually... I did not know that. That's kind of yeah. fucked up. That's real fucked up. So I will see why she's salty, but I say all that to say is the story was about her background and her career. So the fact that Lispy is like, why the fuck is my name? I'm over here trying to be a mom. Like, why the fuck you still got my name in your mouth? And that's not what happened. We didn't roll out, blah, blah. Like, she's just telling her fucking story. Like, that's what uncensored is. They talk about their past. Like, yes, your name was brought up because you were in the fucking group as well. Like, Not even just that, but that story has literally never changed. Because I remember her telling that story, like, 20 years ago. So Yeah, she even said that. She was just like, I mean, a lot of my fans, y'all already know this story because I was on 106 and Park. No, not, um, she said TRL, not 106. Like, I was on TRL talking about this as well. Yeah. And, like, she told the story or whatever. But, yeah, if somebody's story is staying the same over 10, 15 years, like, I doubt that they lie. And what does she have to lie for at this point? Like, right. <laughs> She's um all I know is uh old girl had a song that she put out called Spectacular where she was talking about her sex is spectacular. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about the, the yes. <sighs> Many years ago. This is like ten years ago. It was an awful <laughs> song. And Kid Fury did this review on it on YouTube. And it is in my favorites on YouTube. Because I am going to look that shit up tonight because that nigga is, plays too much. The song is fucking horrible, but his facial expressions on top of it, <laughs> girl. I whenever I need a tickle, <laughs> I go back I'm to that. I'm definitely go look for that shit because he's funny as fuck. His old fucking videos, oh, yes, everything priceless. He's so funny. <clears throat> I see what else. Oh, so um, I know last episode we talked about Nipsey Hussle and everything with his shooting and stuff. But you know, as time goes on, more stuff is being released about the shooter. And I was actually listening to because I thought I pretty much was abreast with like a lot of the developments and shit that was going on with the whole situation. But I was actually listening to the Joe Budden podcast. There was a lot of shit that I ain't know, like about the nigga 
um, right after he shot Nipsey, he went straight to the mental institute, mm-hmm. checked himself in. But apparently, that wasn't his first time ever being there. He is actually a regular um, and has had a history of a lot of mental issues, I guess is a nice politically correct way to say it. But long story short is he pled not guilty um, and they're speculating that it's probably going to be some type of reason reason of insanity or maybe even like self-defense because they said that it was all... Then this is what I'm getting conflicted information on because at first they were saying that he walked up and was talking about like, hey, what's up? And he like kind of like was chit-chatting with Nipsey and then left and then came back and shot him up. But then they're saying that like it was an altercation at some point. So I don't know. I'm sure the facts are all going to come out eventually, especially like with him being in custody and going to go through trial. But I say all that to say is the uproar that I'm seeing online is that this motherfucking lawyer that he got was mm-hmm. basically the prosecutor that prosecuted OJ Simpson. Mm-hmm. And he caught a lot of slack back then because they're just like, you know, OJ was like the black man's hero. And they just like, come on, like you're the only black person on this damn prosecution um, prosecution team. And here you are trying to take the black man down. And then years later, now you're offering to fucking, you know, basically represent somebody who killed somebody that was so instrumental into that community. But where the the side eyes are coming from is niggas is trying to figure out how the dude, the shooter, is paying for this shit. Because it ain't like this dude, his lawyer, and I keep saying dude because I definitely forgot his fucking name. But um, they have, they're just like, who paid for the retainer for him to have this lawyer? He's not a public defender, so it's not like he got lucky and got the luck of the draw to have this dude represent him, which I guess you can kind of call him a well-known type lawyer or whatever like that, but like like Joe Biden was saying, like, if this nigga get off, them conspiracy theories are going to fucking raise because, like, who's paying for this nigga to have this bomb-ass lawyer? And, yeah, like... Well, the conspiracy theorists are already out there. They already, you know, listen. Off the rip, off day one, the conspiracy was out there because I told you how in the beginning. I was like, hmm. But then when the fucking facts start coming out, you're like, all right, well, nigga, facts is facts. Like, you can spit conspiracy theory all you want, but if the facts don't support it, you got to kind of let it go. But when you start seeing other stuff come up, it kind of be like, mm, all right, let's wait to see what the fuck happens with this shit. I am just going to shut my mouth and see what happens because... Yeah, for sure. Um... You know, sometimes I just speak too soon and things And change. we have done that shit because look at Jesse. Look at Michael Jackson. <laughs> look. You know, they took that whole documentary off of HBO because them motherfuckers was talking about how Michael Jackson molested them in the damn house before the house was even built. What? Yeah, you didn't hear that? No! Oprah done took down the interviews. HBO done took down the documentary, child. Oh, shit. I'm glad I watched it while it was up. I would have been mad as shit. I missed it. <laughs> So I, it's just like I don't fucking know you motherfucking celebrities are crazy as fuck but and I sure. got my own goddamn life going on so I'm gonna keep up for this podcast but I'm gonna keep my opinions to myself so conspiracy theories go off all I ask is that y'all you said stop go off. 
<laughs> Stop with these goddamn fucking art creations where y'all put in oh, Dixie Hustle and look. Tupac next beside like Nelson Mandela and fucking and, and Marley MLK. Like, look, cut it the fuck out. I'm I tired was of fucking it. weak at the drink. <laughs> I was like, yo, does, does MLK got a cup of lean? Like, what the like, fuck what is, is going on? on? <laughs> yo, I was in fucking tears. I was like, he definitely got the white cup over there in the background. <laughs> and I was like, why is Bob Marley here? I was like, bitch, I'm, <laughs> bitch, I'm for listeners, for like, Three or four days straight, I just kept seeing these hotep ass paintings with like the <laughs> most randomest people that have died in this in pictures together. And Mr. I would put one, them on Instagram. <laughs> Mr. One of them beating up the devil. <laughs> I was like, but it was in ghetto heaven. So I was like, well, why is the devil in heaven? I just don't even understand. Like, and, listen, and if this is happening, <laughs> I want to go to hell. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Look, at, random. I was looking for every time I seen your ass had a fucking uh a little uh, <laughs> story. I was like, oh, what she got? <laughs> what she got today? Uh, was just funny. like, what is going on? Uh, oh my goodness! I I just want y'all to put y'all crayons down. Let's just let's just relax. Let's Enjoy just get the, the information and see <laughs> yes. what the fuck happens. Okay, like don't put it to art. Yeah. If you don't keep you. it in your Just, sketchbook, don't don't put it on don't, fucking don't social on media, please. <laughs> don't do it. Because every time y'all do, I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> Them shits definitely didn't make no sense. Like, wait, these ain't even all singers. <laughs> wait a minute, what the? Why is that nigga just, like that? What is he? Is he dapping the nigga up? Like, I'm confused. <sighs> uh, Jesus, definitely comedy. Speaking of Nipsey Hustle, uh, we haven't recorded. Uh, in two weeks, I guess, or however long. So mm-hmm. the funeral, oh. I did watch it. I watched, well, I watched two hours of it because uh, I had a life. No, no shame. <laughs> um, that was a long ass funeral. But let me tell you, there were certain moments where a bitch almost got choked up. Like Love. the brother with his thug ass, uh, you know, he was trying to hold back the tears, but you knew the tears was there. Then the tears came. Yes. I was just like, oh my goodness, when the kids went the up kids, there. The kids, Lauren. But they didn't want to talk. Lauren was up there. Oh. I was just like, what in the hell? I don't, I didn't even listen to this nigga's music until he died. Like, why right. am I so emotionally attached and then to when this? That people that attended, like they was, um, uh, uploading pictures of the like the what is it called? I don't want to say brochure because that's not the word. <laughs> uh, I know what you're talking about. Not brochure, yeah, the but... um the booklet. I'm always gonna yeah. call it the booklet. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna they probably listen to screaming at the uh, fucking <laughs> radio. <laughs> Bitches, it's touch and snatch. All right, well we can't hear you. God damn it. So they was posting pictures of that, and they had different people like um some celebrities some family members where they would like share pictures of them together and then like they would write a little passage and stuff like that so that shit was like oh fuck like y'all trying to make me cry but yeah definitely was such a but it was definitely a testament to show how much he was loved and like how much he did because like 100% even though I knew who the fuck he was like I definitely didn't know he did that much for his community honestly I didn't know and it literally hasn't been one person that has said anything like oh fuck that nigga that nigga was weak like everybody has had positive stuff to say to him how like he was so about his community and uplifting his people it was like damn that's crazy as shit yeah rest in peace and praise to his family as well because i'm sure that shit is still hard and i um the crazy thing i was i saw something online where like either the end of this month or next month lauren london either either a new show or a new movie 
yeah and so you know the promo is going to start for that shit and like I don't know she's just not looking forward to this shit of I'm sure motherfuckers going to be bringing this shit up yeah but she that's going to be hard maybe she won't do the little t- press tour the run. Promo. you never know yeah maybe they'll give her because this got it like you know what I'm saying like this is like a really really traumatic thing I saw the tattoo you see the tattoo that yeah. she got yeah that joint was bomb whoever did it was lit I'm like if I get portraits a lot of Which you I... niggas have been getting his tattoo too, and I, I, I honestly think people are weirdos when they do that. But it's probably because um, Black Ink Crew had the little joint where if you get a Nipsey Hustle inspired um, tattoo, you they do it for free, and they had lines of people coming out there just to get free tattoos, and it had to be like Nipsey Hustle. So it might be them niggas. They went up to New York. I, I mean, it's not even <laughs> just them, but like people <laughs> who get random people that they don't yeah. know on them, like like Drake. Drake yes, I thought. <laughs> Just I say that like, so fucking creepy. Like, yeah. you were, like, 14 when she died. Dog, you did not even meet her. If you did, it Simmer. was probably as a fan. Like, I need you to get your life. Uh, yeah. Go off, guys. Right. <laughs> Whatever gets you through your uh, morning. Right. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, good, bad, really? Oh, can I go first? Yeah. Okay. So, the good, you know, like I said, I get to have a week of peace. Or a few days, and I won't say a week, I have a few days of (laughs) silence, relaxation, um, and I'm here for it. But I'm really here to be shady today because, you know, I don't do shit. I literally wake up in the morning, I go to work, I come home, I take care of my kid, my dogs, and I go to bed and do it all over again. I be minding my business. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I haven't had my share, my fair share of mess, but Mm -hmm. I feel like I ain't really been in no mess in like at least five years. Like I've been trying to trying to grow and all trying that. Trying to lay low. I can attest you have definitely grown. So one of my friends sent me a screenshot of an ex friend of mine who made a comment on the socials of the medias. Uh oh. And my friend was like, "Did she talk about you?" LOL. Now, that's so shady. Looks like <laughs> here's this receipt, and I'm right. <laughs> now, I don't know if she was talking about me or not, but what I do know is that I haven't talked to this bitch in over a year. Oh, like, why do I feel year. like I know who you're talking you talk about at all these parties? Oh, Jesus. I'm gonna just it's, listen. <laughs> it's been over a year since we have even spoken. Um, I had asked at one point because I still to this day don't even know what the fuck the issue is, and that's fine because don't nobody owe nobody explanation. If you want somebody out your life, then they just need to be out your life, and that's fine. But because of our relationship, I did think that at the very least she could have been like, "Bitch, push your breath stink," and I don't want to hang out with your stinky breath ass no more. Like (laughs) just common courtesy. That's just because that's what I would have done. Like you're going to know why I'm not fucking with you no more. Right. That's not what she did. That's fine. With that being said, bitch, why the fuck if you were, if you were oh, speaking God. about me, why in the fuck are you still so goddamn pressed? I just yeah. have to under like I'm releasing I'm releasing this because I don't understand why you haven't released whatever the issue fucking is. I never knew what the fuck it was. I I don't understand like I just don't understand the issue, sis. I well, you have to send me what this post was because I want another tea. Look. I want everyone to just like, like, let it go. Like, let it go. I'm, I need right. people to release their immaturity and just move the fuck on. When I don't fuck with people no more, they know why 
And that's just the end of it. <laughs> and if somebody brings their name to my attention, I probably will say some little slick shit, but I'm not going out my way to make comments on a relevant ass post about because I had a friend who acted like da 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 in quotation marks. Mm. Bitch, worry about your life, oh, your edges, your whatever. I, I said I was going to be shady this episode because I have not fucking said anything about this. Here's my thing. If me and you were really, really good friends, I'm never going to act like we weren't good friends. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, that's fake as fuck. Right. But all that, I, I, it's one thing I don't like is that social media bullshit. Like, right. I really looked for the comment because I couldn't find it because I definitely wanted to answer the question that she had because oh, she had a question i wanted to be like this is what it is it's because what we're not going to do don't <laughs> don't do the social media thing oh, i'm so glad phones. you couldn't find it yeah we have, and i and i went back to look for it again today oh, because no, please, Lord. i'm a petty ass bitch <laughs> when i want to be let me just zen out with my crystals and leave me the fuck alone like just don't <laughs> like me in peace that's right. it like just don't like me in peace. Release that shit, sis. It's not that serious. I don't feel like nothing happened between us that was that serious because if it did, we would have fought. Like, and right now, the fact that you're still talking about me over a year later, I feel like you want to. So <sighs> let's release the maturity or let's fight. That's where I'm at. So and what crystals can you pick up that... Uh... I'm not picking up no crystals <laughs> because <laughs> I'm in a period of no uh, fucks given. I have no problem with staying in my lane. I'm down here minding my own business. But I'll be up in DC all the time. I'm be I'm gonna be up there soon. So just let me know what y'all wanna do. Like oh let God. me know, people. <sighs> and as far as so much. I have, but And they bring you back to the ocean. And I just that's what I'm saying. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, that's all I'm saying. Like, leave me be, people. Leave me be. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. It's people that I do not speak to anymore that I don't speak about anymore. Like, so I, I'm not releasing shit. I'm asking that y'all, you release that. Release it. You release that. Get right in your spirit. Go to church. Get you some crystals. Meditate. <laughs> go do some yoga, some Pilates. Do something. Go get some fucking dick. Like, God damn, Ooh. you got living dick. Oh. You worry about oh. me. All right, child. Ooh, okay. I, be blessed, boo. Because I know you. I know All she right. be listening. Oh, Ooh, Jesus. Jesus. All right, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> that Listeners, was I need y'all to pray for Shay mm -hmm. for deliverance. Because we don't need the old Shay to come back. She has grown and evolved so much that uh, we want her to keep going in this path of light. <sighs> Woosa. I don't have no dick, so I got a lot of pent up frustration. Y'all know. Leave me the fuck alone. Blaming JT and Safari. <laughs> Every week. Every week. Y'all are the blame. Um, so mine is okay, so I don't I'm sure I've said it before, but I'm really coming to the realization today that um motherhood is hard as fuck just um, today yeah I mean it's times where I'm just like oh this shit is so fucking annoying or oh, oh these kids but like I don't know like emotionally it's hard like not just like okay I'm tired and you're like running me ragged like emotionally I'm spent so I always say because growing up I didn't have a really close 
relationship with my mom, even though, like, we lived in the same household, like, there was no issues. Like, she, for some reason, just didn't bang with me, and I was just over her shit, and we both wanted me to get the fuck out of her house <laughs> as soon as I graduated <laughs> high school. But, you know, we ended up being cool um, over my adult years. So I always made it my mission, especially since my daughter was my first child, to always, even though we're going to have that mother-daughter relationship, to always make her feel like um, she could talk to me about anything. And if it was anybody in the world that you knew that would have your back, regardless of what you're going through, it would be me. No matter how upset I am with you, no matter, like, if you get in trouble, I'll beat your butt. Like, I'm going to always have your back and nobody's gonna love you in this world more than me that is my number one thing as a mom to instill in my daughter so she don't feel like she's alone in this world and nobody loves her because some of these kids out here taking their damn lives so they feel like no nobody loves right. them and nobody gonna miss them so i just need to have an ingrained in my children's head that like no your mommy your your life to mommy so i just need you to know that if, if you don't think nobody else love you mommy loves you and i'm gonna ride for you regardless i might tell you later on that you sucked for doing that but i'm gonna fucking have your back so I say all that to say that I always have conversations like it every day about um, how is my daughter's day at school? Like, how's everything going? She like literally tells me everything like, oh, well, we did this and we had this for breakfast. We have this. Blah, blah. So in my mind, like we have over conversation, like we even had a conversation, which was crazy. I actually meant to um, hit you up. We had a conversation about boys. <laughs> no. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Like, not the conversation, but like she was saying, like how some kid, because um, this new listeners, my daughter is in the first grade. She's about to be seven in like a week, so yeah, young. But um, she was talking about how it's some girls that like um think that some boys are cute, and the boys think that they're cute. And I was like, well, is there any boys that you think are cute? And so we started that conversation, but I haven't had that conversation, and it was weird. But I wanted to make sure that like I don't want you to feel like it's weird to talk to me about anything, like you know talk to me so anyway long story short I'm getting off of work today and um I had to run some errands with my mom and the kids were with my mom this weekend because like I said we went to the bar crawl so they stayed there and so my mom was like um have you my mom calls her pumpkin she was like have you talked to pumpkin like some girl talk lately and I was like yeah I just talked to her like two days ago like you know because I was thinking about the whole boy conversation I'm like yeah and then like when we're in the car together like we always chit chat and stuff about random stuff anyway I was like why well, was on she's like yeah I think you need to talk to her she said it was some um kids at her school bullying her so you know my fucking heart dropped mm. because let me tell you something that is one thing y'all that like I wish as a parent that I would never have to go through is my child being bullied that's not something that I have ever had to deal with growing up because I feel like I always I had a voice to speak up for myself and I wasn't scared to speak up for myself and if need be throw hands but like I always <laughs> I just was never the personality type that you could bully like if you don't know me I'm gonna say something back and we're just gonna go back and forth until somebody fucking feelings hurt and then that's gonna be it but like you're not gonna <laughs> say nothing to me and feel like I'm not gonna say nothing back and I've mentioned it before in previous episodes my daughter is not that she doesn't like confrontation and she's very timid at times when it comes to saying her opinion in like maybe uncomfortable situations so I just never wanted to be a situation where any of my kids were being bullied because I just knew I would lose my freedom and run up to a school and put hands on a child. It is what it is. I mentioned it before. But my mom was like, yeah, she was saying that her and one of her good friends are being bullied about their hair. So that took me back another moment because I'm just like, oh, 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 oh. Her hair are these, 
<laughs> but so she has been wearing braids for or not the same braids so listeners kiss my ass but like this season for cheer their hairstyle is in braids so like you know I've been getting them redone for every competition so most of the school year or the second part of the school year her hair's been in braids but she's had like a three week break in between competitions Mm because her last competition is what next week so like her braids are out so she's been having it like in a little bun because like I've been got used to having braids so I don't feel like waking up in the morning to like plait her hair and stuff so like I'll do it and put it in like a bun and slick it back blah blah so I don't know if these comments were when she had the braids or in the past week and a half when she's had the bun but I know I was hot and I was like I'm definitely going to talk to my daughter as soon as I pick her up from school so thank you for the heads up So I'm trying to be calm because I don't want her to feel like I'm upset with her, but I'm low-key upset with her. So I'm just like, so is there anything that maybe you have told grandma recently that you didn't tell mommy? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I couldn't figure any other nice way to say it. And she was just like, um, and she's thinking hard, like, no no I'm like think hard. Like, something (laughs) something important that you know that mommy will want to know. And she's like, I'm sorry, mom, I forgot. I don't know what you're saying. So then I'm even more annoyed. Like, how do, and my mom, I don't know how the fuck you forget that you're being bullied. Like, what you mean? <laughs> so I'm just like, so you didn't have a conversation with grandma and told her that, like, some kids at your school were bullying her, bullying you? And she was like, oh, yeah. Um, you know, some of, which I hate the fact that she calls everybody her friends. She's like, yeah, some of my friends are making fun of me. And I forgot the other little girl's name that she's really, really cool with. And I was like, well, why are they making fun of you? And she was like, well, they're saying that um, our hair looks crazy. And I was like, your hair looks crazy. Why? Like, what's wrong with your hair? And she was like, I don't know, because my friend's hair is just, like, perfectly fine. And I think my hair is okay. I was like, your hair is fine. There's some fucking haters. And the next, like, I just start going into, like, angry mode. Because I'm just like, you need to tell them the next time that they say something is crazy, you say theirs is crazy, too. Like, I just, I need you to speak up for yourself. Because kids are going to fuck with people that they feel like isn't going to stand up for themselves or they can get a laugh off. So if you say, they say, oh, your shoes is messed up and you go and you cry and everybody laughing, then you're going to be the go-to person and be like, oh, well, let me get some laughs because I'm going to join on her. And then that's when I'm going to go up to the school and fight them all. So I'm just like, look, I'm not staying going out here and fight nobody, but I feel like you need to speak up for yourself or you need to just have tougher skin and not let it affect you. And she was just like, I know, but it kind of hurts my feelings because I thought they were my friends. And I was like, and that's another problem. Everybody is not your friend. And I have to realize I can't teach her these, I don't want to say adult concepts because I want to say like maybe like preteen uh, concepts because she's still young. No, that's not preteen because Mars still don't understand that. So I guess all the way to teenage then was, I guess when they'll start taking heat, I'm just like, everybody's not your friend. And it's going to be people that one day they're going to be cool and play with you. But the next minute they're probably talking behind your back laughing at you like, ah, look at that jeans, blah, blah. So like, no, like kids are catty and the good friends that you do have, just even if it's one or two, like just rock with them. And a third and lastly, why am I the last person to know about this? Like, I was really in my feelings. And she was just like, I don't know, I'm sorry, blah, blah. And then she started crying. So I'm just like, look, I'm not yelling because I'm upset. I'm just like, yo, what about me? Like, I feel like you told grandma before me? Like, what you mean? Like, I talk to you every day and we've talked about stuff that ain't just the normal, like, hey, I had 
Rice Krispies for breakfast. Like, why do you not think that this is something that mommy would want to know? So we kind of had the conversation about that. And then I had to, like, reel it back because I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot she's sensitive. So, like, I got to, <laughs> you know, spoon. But I say all that to say that, like, it's so difficult because I just wish sometimes I could just take, like, a piece of me and, like, put my personality into my daughter just for, like, a day. Like, you don't have to beat me all the time, but just, like, to just stand up for yourself. Like, I want you to have the confidence to not go through this shit. And I never went through it, so I don't... Maybe I need to talk to some of, like, my friends that maybe when they were in school, they were more shy and, like, not went through that, but kind of, like, didn't necessarily have the nerve to stand up for themselves because, in my mind, I don't get it. And I'm just, like, speak and just say it, and I don't understand all the sensitivity and stuff, but... Motherhood is hard as fuck because, like, I need my freedom because I need to be with my kids. But at the same time, like, I want to protect my kids and I feel like fighting kids. Like, I was two seconds from going up to the school and being (laughs) like, so I need to talk to X, Y, and Z. And I need to know why they're making fun of my kids' hair. Are they white? Are they not black? Like, what's the reason why we're talking about my daughter's hair here? Like, like, let's get to the root issue. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to be that mom. We're at, what, spring break now? School season's about to be over. Like, let me just move and try to pep talk my daughter but I need to release any actions that could land me in jail because my family needs me but at the same time it's just like I don't know like when you feel like you have this whole mommy thing or you know not to be sexist I guess dads the ones that are out there doing their thing like when you think you have it figured out it's just like this shit hit you like what the fuck like I feel like as a mom, I've said the word fuck so many times, like whether it's what the fuck or fuck this shit or fucking fuck, <laughs> fuck, 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 right, fuck this shit. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. This shit is rough. And like, I, I don't know. I doubt myself as a mom a lot on if I'm doing a good job, if I'm doing the right thing, if I'm fucking my kids up, if I'm doing a better job than what my parents did. Like, I don't know. And it's stressful because I feel like it's really a big burden to me because I don't want to fuck my kids up. Like, I don't want a couple of frustrations and me is, like, spazzing or not doing something properly and then, like, my kids need counseling growing up. Because it's, like, the smallest fucking things that an adult might not think is big, like, could carry on with you for life. Like, it's stuff that I remember as a kid that I'm sure my fucking family or adults don't even fucking remember. Like, bitch, you still remember that shit? So, I just don't want to fuck up my kids. And there's a lot of pressure. Like, I stress about it a lot and I need to release the stress. I need to just know that I'm, I'm doing a good job. I can always do better, but dog, this shit hard, bro. Girl, I'm fucking tomorrow up. I already (laughs) see it, but I'm also like showing Amara that I'm a human being first. Like, yes, I'm her mother, but I was here before she got here you know what I'm saying? And not even just that, but because I had her so young, I had to do a lot of uh, growing up while also still trying to take care of her. So right. Right. I made a lot of mistakes. And Amara would tell me straight up, like, yeah, I remember when X, Y, and Z happened. And, you know, you I already, <laughs> yeah. And all I can do is just take it because, I mean, that's her experience. And, I already know what it is. You know what I mean? Um, But I don't know. I just feel like you beat yourself up too much because while I do feel like I'm fucking my child up, I (laughs) also feel like I'm a good-ass mom. 
Right. I I feel like you can be both. I feel like you are allowed to make mistakes. You're allowed to get fr- you're allowed to get frustrated with your kids because these motherfuckers are bad as fuck. Hello. And you know what I'm saying? You can it's you can literally lay out the motherfucking map for them that all they got to do is just hey, step 1. If you do this, <laughs> this is where you'll be and they'll still fucking do whatever the fuck they want to do anyway. Mm-hmm. I was you just gotta stop beating yourself up like you're a good mom if you weren't I wouldn't hang out with you I don't hang out with a bad mom <laughs> no, I was friends with this one bitch and I stopped being friends with her cause I was like oh so you brought your nigga a birthday gift but then you can't do nothing for your daughter's birthday party three weeks later Ooh. I can't relate we were instantly not friends I was just like <laughs> I don't know what's happening here <laughs> like, well, I can't Priorities. Yeah, yeah. it was a hot ass mess so I don't know. And then as far as like the bullying thing, um, that shit's not going to go anywhere, yeah, especially know. because she's not uh, assertive. At yeah. All. Like my daughter, a couple months ago, we were having a conversation and I got so angry. I started crying in the restaurant because she's telling me how this little boy is just calling her ugly. And Oh, yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. Story. She's just like well you know my parents don't think I am and he's like well they a damn lie yeah and we looked for him at her band recital because he plays the instrument and we were looking for him and we could not find him because her father had came down here too we was looking for that yeah (laughs) I'm not playing them games like kids are going to be kids I get it every kid ain't gonna like my child my whole thing is just respect like you don't have to like me. Just leave me the fuck alone. And that's my whole thing. Like, okay, you can think that my hair is crazy. Like, leave me and my friend the fuck alone. And obviously, like, y'all some haters because you didn't even just say that my daughter, you said it to her friend. So, like, y'all probably think they cute and your game weak. So, you don't know whatever way to have conversation with them. So, like, you're like, oh, that's your what I wild. I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. Like, don't fuck with my kid, bro. Like, I'm so overprotective of people that I love. So you already know I'm about to fuck. The fucking mother of dragons is what I'm telling you. <laughs> Don't fuck with my fucking dragons. I'm fucking going wild out. Fucking Khaleesi in this bitch about to go. <laughs> but no, for real. Like, I don't know. I was just, yeah, it kind of choked me up a little bit. Because I was like, yo, I just want the best for my daughter. But at the same, I want to have that open communication. Because I know it's going to get to a point where our children are going to have lives that we don't know everything that's going on in their lives and I just want to hold on to this little bit of innocence the last five minutes or so that I have because that's all you got that's all the fuck I got (laughs) bro and it's fading quick so I just want to at a minimum feel like even if you don't tell me everything like the important stuff I just I don't want to be in the dark of every fucking thing and have to sneak and look at your fucking text messages or your journal and shit to see what's going on in life. I'm doing all that shit. I mean, oh, I'm gonna be doing that shit too. But <laughs> Mara talks to me though. But you know, there are certain things. I mean, it's just it comes with the territory. Of course, as they get older, they're not gonna share everything with you. Yeah. But and, then, but and as kids, we didn't either. So right. But you know, I, hmm. I you, as far as our dogs are concerned, I feel like for one, I'm I'm advocating violence. I feel yeah. like our daughters just need to be one person ass, one good time and for everybody else alone. to leave them alone because they really just be minding their business. <laughs> like for sure, they don't be fucking with nobody. Both of them just want to be friends with everybody for some goddamn reason. Right? They too fucking nice. Yeah, bro. and so green to be like, oh, why don't they like me? Yeah, Look that bitch. <laughs> I right. I just feel like 
they just need to be one person ass. I told Mark straight up, you need to start punching people in the mouth because they couldn't be talking to me crazy at 11. Uh-huh. I'd be damned. God is on purpose. They knew God knew me and your personality <laughs> and gave us daughters the exact opposite. We're like, God damn it. <laughs> that bitch ass. Like, nope. I'm just like, what in the hell is going on here? <laughs> like, mm-mm. yeah. Yeah, but I'm releasing that. I I know I'm not horrible. I just want to do better. I just want to make it. I ain't trying to do better no more. <laughs> All right, listen. So we um, <laughs> I can't deal. Because well, we're gonna drive you crazy. Yeah, you stress about doing everything perfect, which there's no perfect parents out here. No way, everybody's fucking up. Even if they posting it on the fucking gram, like everything is perfect. It's some shit behind the doors, like. They kirking or crying or something, giving their kids Benadryl at night. They doing something. They ain't that, life ain't that perfect. <laughs> These fucking kids, wow. I just told my daughter, I just, I, I told her straight up, if you think that you about to stress me the hell out, you got, you another, got another thing coming. <laughs> I just knew your ass was I'd be damn. <laughs> I deserve better. Mama D say I deserve, nigga. I deserve. <laughs> fucking right. <laughs> I cannot wait for our children to get old enough to reflect and know like what we did for like them. I was really looking out. Like for real. Like, you know what? My mama crazy as fuck. However. <laughs> X, she Y, and damn Z. fucking yes. right. <laughs> yes. I'm be like, I'm be sipping wine like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. toast. Come on, Shay. Glasses up. Right. <laughs> and they finally got it. <laughs> and I wish that heifer would put me in the home because if I die, I'm coming for all her shit. I'm haunting the fuck out of her. Ooh, I don't think she would. I know my daughter wouldn't put me in a home. I you got know. that lock. My son, yeesh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga seems erratic. No state would never. <laughs> He'd be like, God damn it, you snoring too loud. Home, bitch. <laughs> like, God damn. Got pack on my shit because I was snoring. You got it. You got it, son, son. <laughs> get my bag. Can I get a ride? <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, listeners, we thank y'all for tuning in to episode 33. As always, we ask you to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend. Make Please. sure y'all go on what Instagram and Twitter because mm-hmm. we be on that um, at the Chatty Patties. Then you can hit up our website. Also on our social media, on, my, on our Instagram page, we have um, a little link where you can basically get all the links to everywhere we're streaming as well as our website, which is www.thechattypatties. And yeah, we thank you guys for listening and we hope you guys tune in next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>